Bung Bung. ClayMcMathComedy.com. You want to see me live? Go to ClayMcMathComedy.com to buy your tickets, to buy your podcast merch, to really, you know, support your boy when you come out to the shows. You can wear, you know, an easy money sweatshirt like this. You can wear, you can wear a board man t-shirt, boss man t-shirt, you know, Mona Lemon t-shirt, whatever you got to wear. Bring your kid. There's easy money onesies. Bring your kid out to a show. Let his... Let him learn some bad words. His first first word can be the F word, but uh, or or he or she, because it's just a it's a white onesie with easy money on it. You know, it's perfect. Um, ClayMcMathComedy.com for all your welcome to the potty and ClayMcMathComedy needs. Please, that's how you can support the show by going through buying some merch. You can also support the show by purchasing Bung Bung Coffee because Bung Bung Coffee powers. The Welcome to the Potty podcast, and it is so delicious, man. I saw, I saw somebody eating bung bung coffee eating straight out of the bag like it was a pack of chips. And I, I mean, you're supposed to grind it down, soak it in water, you know, drink it. And that's how you get your energy. But this man didn't even have time for that, and he just pff, split open a bag and just started shoveling coffee beans straight into his mouth. And he was he was time traveling, dude. He was in a different time zone. He was he was literally in South America. We were we were actually on King William Road in Adelaide, but he was over there talking big Spanish. And that's what I like about welcome to, about welcome to the body and about bung bung coffee is you can you can talk whatever language you want. And he was talking Spanish. He was talking Portuguese because you know a bit of Brazil. And he was you know he was really getting into it. He. No, I mean, no one could understand him, but he knew what he was talking about. And he was having a delicious time. And you can have a delicious time too if you go to bungbungcoffee.com. That's B-U-N-G, B-U-N-G coffee.com. And enter promo code potty. That's P-O-D-D-Y for 15% off all orders. Bungbungcoffee.com. Let's start the show. Welcome to Welcome to the Party. Best show on the internet. Ask anybody. You know it's easy money, sit back, relax, get your headphones, everybody. Welcome to Welcome to the Party, blackout in the booth, every episode's a party. We go hard like Ricky Bobby, tell a friend to tell a friend, this is Welcome to the Party. Welcome to the Party, bung bung, it's your man Claytron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting. The Ted Lasso of podcasting because oh I keep it so so positive. Uh, Boardman back in the booth once again. We're on a little streak here. Yeah, got a couple of weeks in a row. Yeah, doing all right. Um, how's things? Good man. Good. Good yeah. Feel Good. like um seeing you a bit more regularly these days. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, NBA's all over now. So yes, shout out to Denver. Shout out to Jokic. Yeah, shout out stuff. to um Murray. Um. Real good work, honestly. That's yeah. they went to work. They they did what they had to do, and came home came home with all the marbles. And I mean, anybody with a basketball brain knew that they were going to win that series in less than seven games. You picked five five games. I picked six. Did wish I went a bit harder on it on the bet, but that's okay. Yeah, we'll take it. Um, you did you you put money on a on a four four one? Uh, yeah. Yo, oh, nice one, nice one. Um, we need a pause already. Feeling tired? F*** that. 
Perk up and level up with Bung Bung Coffee's delicious modern dark roast. Your favourite brewer's favourite brew. BungBungCoffee.com And we're back. Um, yeah, so Denver wins. Um, is this a new is this a new trend happening in the NBA? This I don't care mentality. Uh, I, th- I don't know. I feel like these two dudes that I think you're about to talk about have kind of always been like that. M- maybe Jimmy not so much though. I feel like his might be a bit of a trend, but Jokic. He's never really... He's really pouring it on, though, now. It's a, it's a lot now. Like, now I don't know where my finals MVP trophy is. Like, get yeah, your shit that. together, dude. Like, what are you talking about? Um, You know, having a temper tantrum when you get told that the the parade's on Thursday, so, you know, I just want to go home. You know, it's three days, kind of. Yeah, four it's, days. it's a bit like, much. Yeah, it's it's, bit you're going to be okay. You're going home for six months or whatever it is, four months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought Jimmy's comments were pretty wild, saying you wouldn't even rock up to his induction into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you're lucky to go to the Hall of Fame, yeah. my guy. All right, so it's the the Hall of Fame stuff is difficult because there's some guys in there whose accolades are nowhere near what half the leagues are right now. So like, it's yeah, it's pretty. I don't know how how they get chose now. Yeah, like I, I love T Mac. Yeah, like he, before Kobe, he was my favorite player mm-hmm. growing up. But yeah, he's kind of set the bar pretty low, I think, for Hall of Fame inductees. Yeah. Um. Or who was? Someone popped up as a comparison to Reggie Miller, uh, and I can't remember who it was, but it was just their numbers. I think it was. I think it was Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Okay. And you think of um, you think of Reggie Miller as a legend, and Jimmy Butler is the same. Like in terms of in terms of like numbers, he's got the same sort of numbers, and Reggie Miller is one of the best shooters of all time. So, like, is Jimmy Butler in because his numbers are the same, just because the league's different? Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. Like I think I think you'll get in. I think the precedent's been set for what what you need to do or even like what not. Sorry, what am I saying here? Like I don't know. It's, but it's don't, just a low bar, man. Yeah, like you don't really have to do anything. Yeah. You don't have to win. What, what you got to be an all-star a few times? Like it's... Well, yeah. Back to T-Mac. Like what did he do? He got one or two scoring titles and yeah. a few all-star appearances. Yeah. Probably a few all-NBA selections. But that's it. Like, no, not even a conference title. Did he even get a division title? Maybe with the Spurs. I don't know if we're counting that, though. I Surely we're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, in 100 years, they're going to look back and see he was part of a team that got a conference title. So Yeah. And it's, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what the prerequisites are for it, but um, Jimmy Butler... Jimmy will get in and he's going to attend the ceremony. He will attend it. Yeah. And yeah, Jokic, I mean, yeah, this, this, I don't care shit. Like, oh, this is just my job. I clock in and I clock out and I don't care. Shut up. You yeah. care, man. You care. Everyone knows you care. If you didn't care, if you truly didn't care, you wouldn't be there. Well, mate, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. 
maybe I'm wrong because Ben Simmons doesn't care. And he's there. He's there? Like in the league. Oh, okay. Yeah. For how much longer? I don't know. Well, we're in the we're in the part of the year where the, the infamous workout tape comes mm. out. Um so who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen with this guy? He might you know, he might come and, you know, average nine points per game next season instead of eight. If he averaged eight this season, I'm not even sure if he got there. Yeah, I couldn't tell you, man. Well, it wasn't good, though. No, nah, and I don't want you to good. Google Ben Simmons nah. statistics on my computer because I don't want any type of algorithm showing me yeah, extra Ben you. Simmons. I've already said his name three times, like Handyman. Yeah, that's enough. Enough of the Ben Simmons talk. But, yeah, how do we get on to that? Oh, because we've been hanging out on weekends watching watching games. Yeah. So, so now we have to we find have to something else to do, watch footy or something. Watch footy, play pool. Yeah. Um, really indoor stuff now because I'm not about this rain situation. Yeah, no, nah, footy and pool sounds good to me, man. Yeah, so retiring from golf for a few months. RIP yeah. to the NBA. Yeah, yeah, good season. Um, yeah, this week, apart from that. It's Rachel's birthday week? this week. Yeah, did you guys go out for dinner or was that an old pick? Lunch and dinner. Day, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so went went for ramen for lunch, and then like there's like this pop up restaurant, um, in the city at the moment, um, and it's like fancy pants shit. And we went went there. I was thinking, oh, it's gonna suck Wednesday night. It's gonna be no vibe, packed. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Did um young fella get a gig or did he get palmed off? Nah, nah, because we didn't get a reservation till eight thirty. Starving, bro. Yeah. Starving, but um, yeah. So we put him down to sleep, and then Mum came over and um, looked after him. I guess just was just he was here. Just, <laughs> she just, just watched Netflix. Yeah. yeah, the easiest babysitting gig. That's that's what the teenagers uh, dream of. That type mm. of babysitting gig where they can just fuck on the couch. I never had to babysit. Neither. You, you never had to do it for your younger brothers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but never like I never like. Did it as a job. Never the neighbours' kids or nah. shit like that. Nah. We were never we were never a neighbourly family, like chatting to the neighbours and shit. That never was a thing. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I just go like do a bit of gardening up front with my AirPods in, just try to ignore them as best as possible. Yeah. But we're now we're here, like we've got like this little community happening over here. Yeah, you're real friendly with Heaps of people around here. Yeah. Always getting waves when we're out in the front yard with the dogs. Yeah, everyone except the guy that that came by with his dog that time, but he's never come back again. Um, Cause I'll shoot him and he knows that. Learned his lesson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, low energy start to the podcast. Might delete all this. Let's get into uh, <laughs> Clay's reviews. Comedy action horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design directing, acting like Tinger costumes. This segment is Clay's reviews. So I watched this movie on Netflix called The Mother. The Mother starring Jennifer Lopez. And basically she's a um, ex-Marine or something. Gets caught up in like this drug dealer world. Gets pregnant. Has a kid. Kid gets taken. Um, and she... She wants to save the kid. It's basically, it's like Taken meets The Equalizer. 
Um, did you see the Equalizer with Denzel? I think I have, but it was a it was a while ago now. I can't really remember how it all went down. It's like the Equalizer if Denzel Washington was trying to get his kid back instead of, I don't know, defended fucking Bunnings or something, you know? Okay. So it'd be like, and I, and by the way, I'd love to see this movie. It'd be like the Equalizer. It'd be like if John David Washington got taken from Denzel Washington in real life at the ages they're at now, that would be fun. Um, and with the skill sets they have now, so... Denzel Washington has to like act his way to get his son back. That would be pretty dope. Yeah, okay. Would you watch that? Yeah, why not? I feel like I've watched a lot of things. But I just can't call the actualizer. Actualizer. <laughs> um, I would watch that shit. And John David Washington's just like because he looks like a small guy. I can't even picture him. Um, Did you see um, Ballers? No, I never watched that. Did you see Tenant? Tenant? Yeah. Black guy with the beard. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Main guy. Um that's that there, yeah, that's that's Denzel's son. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um anyway, we're not talking about them. We're talking about Jennifer Lopez, who you said you you don't rate her much as an actress. Uh not really, man. And mm. even as a singer. I don't rate her much as a singer. I rate her more as an actress, but not highly as an actress. Okay. But I think she's better at acting than singing. And she's better at good looking than she she's... She looks great. Yeah. How old is she now? She's got to be late 50s. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, she looks good unbelievable. Stuff. Good stuff, j uh, So, I don't know... You know, I didn't do any research into this movie. I don't know if she took fighting classes or like did her did the fight choreography, but the fight scenes are pretty dope. Um, you know, I always like a I always like a scene where you set up all your your booby traps and your explosives and shit, and then you see it, you know, come cool. to fruition. I like all that kind of shit. Very yeah, yeah very equalizer esque. Okay, and I like a um. A relationship gone wrong come good. Because her and the daughter had some problems. And then they got solved. How old is the daughter? Like roughly? 11 maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And, you know, it was cool. I, I Relatability is low for me. I mean, I've got a son. He's one year old. Yeah. Um. If he gets taken and then I take him to a little cabin in the woods, uh, there's no way I can teach him my skill set to defend ourselves. He's going to have to, like, I can't even get him to be quiet, you know? Mm-hmm. We're, we're effed. And my skill set's not that of a Marine. It's comedian. Like, I've got to try and tell jokes to get us out of this situation. Yeah, good luck, dude. Yeah. But yeah, it's the only thing that really I can relate to in this is is I've said two or three times on this podcast, you get too close to my kid, I'm going to smack the shit out of you. Um, but I mean, if you if you're if you're like a South American drug lord, like a, like I mean, what am I going to do? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, probably won't even be able to make him laugh because his English might not be that good. Yeah, yeah, so. broken. <laughs> Brokenly English jokes. I don't know how many jokes I've got that are funny in more than one language. 
none, I think. None? Maybe. Yeah, I was trying. I was racking my brain then. I don't think I've heard you say any jokes in any other language. No, I gave this a five out of ten. Ugh. But I could, I could watch it again, like just for the action, you know, like. But like as a film as a whole, like it just was, it just was a bit. It was. We've seen it. Yeah, I, I'm, was, not, I'm not going to go watch a five. Yeah, there was no originality to it. Um, it was, yeah, it was taken meets the equaliser in the snow. With Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, with a, with a lady. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, Actually, it was. I might watch it. It was Ghostbusters. It was the new Ghostbusters. <laughs> I haven't seen that shit. Have you, I'm assuming you've seen it. I think I saw it. <clears throat> Forgettable. If I did, it was forgettable. Yeah. I saw Ocean's 8. How'd that go? Womp, 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 Yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing that. Shit ass. Critical reviews back when it came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 5 out of 10 for the mother. Also watched this movie called Bros. This one was on Binge. Starring Billy Eichner, who no one knows. I've seen him before in Parks and Rec, and I liked him way more in Parks and Rec. This bros is just a gay rom-com and there was, there was a, um, not a sex scene. Like it wasn't a porno, but like. Is this the Korean one? Sorry, I'm just looking it up now. No, not Korean. No? No. Okay. No is white guys. The bros or bros? Bros. Just bros. Okay. Yeah. Um, there was a sex scene and yeah, I got uncomfortable um, because the, the guy who he was dating was usually a top, I think. And then he was like, I want you to fuck me. And it was just like hell aggressive. But like, I guess I've seen hell aggressive straight sex scenes. So I can't really talk. I don't know. Hell um, uncomfortable talking about this because it just seems homophobic, but I'm not trying to be. But isn't that the worst when you're not trying to be and you still are? So you just are? I don't know. I hope not. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) One of my best friends is gay. Nah, it was... um, Billy Eichner, I don't know if he wrote it, but his character in this thing was really pushing the the agenda of, like, gayness. And, like, his whole thing was just, like, argumentative and, uh, like, abrasive about, like, just pushing the... And, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was just, like, I didn't like the character in the movie who is the main character. Like, you're supposed to relate to or enjoy at least the the main character in the movie mm-hmm. and he was a he was just so annoying the guy he was dating i liked do, do you think it was like that by design maybe were you not meant to like the main character well yeah there was bits of it that were like for sure he's he's out of line or he's over the top here and okay um yeah but because it because it is like the topic of being gay and you're like they're not trying to turn people off of gays, right? They're trying to be more inclusive and be like, look, we can do a rom-com and normalise being gay, right? But this guy was just so fucking aggressive. Yeah, in terms of his activism. Okay. Um, that it was just like, dude, chill out. You know? Yeah. Do you think if it was, do you think someone like from that community would be like championing this a bit more, he, or, or would they? He was. He is from that community. No, but like a viewer, oh, like someone like not you, but someone else watching it from that community. Do you think 
they'd probably feel a bit differently about it. Or do you, or do you think it would still be a bit like this is a bit full on the way he's trying to push this? Not not agenda, but I think if you're trying to normalize a um or not normalize or yeah, it did it did seem like an, an agenda push. But if you're trying to um, bring something to the mainstream or normalize something, whether it's being gay, being black, being Hispanic, being a chef, you know, you, you can't make people like if if this is my first mainstream exposure to homosexuality, then my opinion is going to end up being like, oh, these guys are just so fucking aggressive with like right. you wanting to accept them in like. And yes, they should be accepted, right? Like, I'm, I don't know if it's coming across correctly because I, I do accept it, right? I do accept homosexuality. I don't have any problem with it. I voted yes. Um, but like if, you, if you're not familiar with, if you've got no homosexuals in your life and this is your chance to be, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch this movie. I'll, I'm open to this. And then this is what you see. Yeah, I, I think that other people in, in the LGBT community would probably be like, oh, what are, what are you doing, man? Like, this is a bit too much. Too much, okay. Yeah. Because it was, yeah, it just was like aggressive. But I think, yeah, like you said before, I think some of the stuff he was doing was meant to get that reaction. But it was just like, you you are supposed to sort of identify with, the main character of a film. If, you, if he's the protagonist, you're supposed to be along on the ride with him. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. And I think his, um, like the chip on his shoulder was historic. Like, and we didn't see anything. Like, we just saw him as like a late 30s or early 40s man. We didn't see him grow up and what he went through. So he just was like a jaded, guy yeah okay so we didn't so we didn't have the like flashback here or there might have helped maybe maybe yeah i don't know but i'm trying to think of like i am trying to think of like the black equivalent to this movie there's just been so many and so many so many of them are are annoying like the black movies too i think where they're just like you know the whole i'm black and i'm proud but it's just like there's no substance to it it's just like Fucking crackers. It's like, what? We haven't seen anybody do anything bad to you. Yeah. <laughs> We're like just supposed to hate white people from the start of the movie. Like, that's what this kind of was like. Right. Like, fuck straight people. It's like, whoa. What'd they do? Yeah, okay. And like, yes, we know. We know. But mm. like, off the bat, it's just like hectic. Okay. Yeah. Because like everyone knows about slavery, right? Yeah. So do we need to make a movie where we hate slave owners? Like, I get it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And it becomes like uncomfortable for some people watching things like that. Yeah, and it's just like I think it's probably I think it's probably easier to watch like the gay one because the 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 slavery thing has been done so much and it's so much older as well. So it's like 12 Years a Slave came out in, I don't know, 2012 or something. And it's like, oh, another one? Like, before I saw it, and yeah, it was beautiful. It made me cry. 
But before I saw it, I was like, another one of these motherfuckers? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, and I think just the historic aspect of it is just so, like, far removed and you probably don't know anyone that actually, well, you, you definitely don't know anyone that actually went through that. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. The mo- Like, yeah, the, the most I know is, like, my dad, my dad's mum took her three boys, my dad and his brothers, down to, I'm going to say Alabama, could be wrong, Mississippi. I think it was Mississippi. Okay. And took them to cotton fields just to, like, show them the, the, how big they were and that kind of shit. And, like, this is, you know, this is where people, like, people were made to do this shit, you know. And that's, I mean, that'd be pretty confronting. And my dad was for sure a racist, bro. <laughs> like, I could, I can, firsthand, I can understand why racism is a thing. Because if if I was in a community that was only black and my dad talked to me the way that he did growing up, I would have just grown up to hate white people. But I just only had white people around me, so I didn't have a choice. I couldn't just hate everyone. So I didn't end up being that. But, like, if I was just in a black community, I would have definitely just hated white people and never trusted them because of my dad's experience and the way he talked to me when I was growing up. Is he still like that now? Um, I don't think so. I haven't heard him talk like that in a long time. Okay. Yeah. But, like, yeah, if, if if that's a white kid that just goes to a white school, then... And it's a white dad talking about black people that way. Like, yeah, it's so easy to just have that mm. idea. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's probably in this day and age still super easy to happen for gay people. Like for straight people just because parents are still old school. Yeah. It's probably so easy for a parent just to say something to a kid and a kid just to be like, yeah, they're gross or like whatever it is. Um. So, yeah, like, this kind of movie needs to exist and probably more of them, but there has to be some tact, I think. Okay. And it was a rom-com and it just wasn't that funny. That's an issue. Yeah. There was a there was one line and I said to Rach, like, there was so much dialogue, so much fucking just carrying on, and then there was, like, a one-liner that came out and I was like, why was that the funniest thing? in this whole movie. And I was like 40 minutes in, I was like, all this fucking cunt has done is talk. And then he says one word and I, I like laughed out loud, you know? Yeah. Okay. Like, give me some more of that. Yeah. So like really not a comedy though, more of like a romantic drama or not, <laughs> not serious enough to be a drama, not serious enough to be a drama, but just like the, the jokes weren't, I mean, for me just weren't landing, Okay. you know, and some people, so, you know, it might be the funniest movie some people have seen. Not many people, but yeah. Um, another five. Okay, another one I probably won't be watching. Oh, I definitely, like, I would recommend Mother 10 times out of 10 over Bros. Okay. Yeah. The Right Kind of Wrong. This is on Netflix. And it's a, it's a rom-com. This is, you know, it's it's really heartbreaking the type of movies I get made to watch. But um, <laughs> this this guy, 
basically breaks up with his girlfriend, well his girlfriend breaks up with him, breaks his heart, and then he he meets this other chick, well, sees her getting married, and he's like, love her, goes to her wedding, crashes it, hits on her at her wedding, and then just basically follows her around, just trying to make her fall in love with him. Post-wedding. Post-wedding, she goes through with the wedding, and he keeps, he keeps at it. Which um, in the real world is harassment and stalking. Yeah, probably going to catch some hands. Yeah, um, it was obscene. It was, it wasn't funny, and again, it had jokes, not funny jokes. Um, and yeah, dude, I don't even want to spend time on this one. Uh, there's nothing relatable to it at all. There was this weird thing. He was a dishwasher. He was a dishwasher and he had like this magic skill of like someone could like throw a dish at him and he'd just like fucking catch it like this. Dude, and I fucking hate this movie and I've never <laughs> seen it. This sounds so shit. Dude, and it just never got explained. It just never got explained. Yeah. And I don't know why it was part of the movie. Dude, it was 3.5. Oh, yeah. That's trash. <sighs> Yeah. There were, that sounded so shit. Yeah. T- uh, 2.5. 2.5. Sorry. Sorry. I I must have been on something when I fucking put a three there, or maybe it was a typo. 2.5. Untold. The rise and fall of And One. And One was basically a street ball brand. They, start, they tried to just be a sneaker brand, and they had um, a horrific open, which I was not aware of this history, but they signed Stefan Marbury straight out of college. And his first game wearing the and ones, he breaks his ankle. And they've just run a huge ankle breaking campaign. Yeah, you must be doing it to other people, bro. Yeah. Um so I didn't know that. Which was so that was the first interesting thing. I was like, oh right, yeah, shit. I didn't know that either. Well and they started out with the you know, remember all the T shirts with the trash talkings it's like the silhouette guy. Yeah, and it was face. like, um, you know, um, your jump shots as broke as your girl or something, you know, stupid shit like that. Yeah. That was that was how it started. They sat the three guys got together, <clears throat> um, three white guys who just loved basketball. They're not pros, never went pro, just love basketball. Sat down and they and we're like, we want to start this company. What do we do? They they start talking about the trash talk. They talked about and one being like, and what? You know, mm. that'll be the name of the brand. Then trash talking can be our you know our threat our thing. So the first thing that they ever did was write down thirty trash talking slogans for t shirts on a napkin at a at a diner. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole history, but basically, the rise. After the Stefan Marbury thing, when they chose to go away from like athletic endorsements because um, there was just no way anyone in the NBA was ever going to wear the sneakers again, they went to streetball. They found they just found this this huge movement of like playgrounds and people people who love to play and guys that missed out on the pros and are still just like crazy talented out in the streets hooping. And they were like, we can endorse these guys. Well, they they can endorse us. Yeah. 
and then it just they made the first mixtape with like I forget who the DJ was, and the rest is basically history. Like that yeah, that first mixtape blew the fuck up, and then. Um, you know, people asking for number two. You know, it's all on hip hop music, and like it's just, mm. just went nuts. And then they started touring. They had a show on ESPN, which was like, you know, it was like be like, you win a contract if you, if you make it through the whole show. Yeah, it's okay. like a Bachelor but basketball. Um, and it gets to this point where the players become aware of the financials they didn't no one broke into an office and found books they just were getting like cheese pizza after a game and then they they saw the staff bus and they're getting like lobster and um you know just expensive beautiful shit yeah okay and you know they've got footage of guys going on the staff bus and taking all their food pushing over a staff map like and then then it moves to like locker rooms and guys start talking about how much they're making versus how much this guy's making. And then they get, they're fighting before games, after games. And yeah, it just fell apart. It just yeah, fell you apart. Got to pay the talent, don't you? Yeah. And the, the craziest thing was because they were, they were signed as indoor, as athletic endorsements or whatever, however you phrase it. They weren't signed as employees, so they didn't have stock options or anything. So these guys sold like made hundreds of millions of dollars. The three white guys and all the athletes got they made that much. I think so. Yeah, back, I think they sold it for almost a billion dollars. Yeah, wow. Yeah, um, I could be. I mean, it's all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. I haven't said that for a long time. That felt good. Um, yeah, but none of the players got shit, and they. You know, they're all, you know, talking heads on the show. Like, they're all getting interviewed and um, they're not happy. Oh, I can Still, imagine, man. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, yeah, interesting because Anwan's made a little bit of a resurgence lately. Seen it pop up on a few. Really? Because apparently... A few I, sites, the uh, shoes are back. Okay, because apparently they've been sold several times like, yeah, since okay. then. But, yeah, still a thing. Yeah, only, only real recently. So, yeah. I, I wonder whether that kind of coincides with this doco coming out. Yeah, and because of the popularity of like the shoes, and they were good shoes as yeah, well. Yeah, they were cool looking shoes. They were oh, cool, and, and they were one pair. They, yeah, they yeah, good, and they were good. They didn't like fall, but they weren't big baller brand. You know, they yeah. were quality. They were actually quality sneakers. I remember, everyone was wearing them back in the day. Yeah, and yeah, trying to do like professor moves and shit. Yeah, like warm ups. It was yeah, pretty pretty crazy time. Yeah, um, and because of that that popularity, Vince Carter wore a pair of these shoes in his you know, iconic dunk contest in the year 2000 and they didn't ask him to. They just saw, they just saw him wearing them. They were like, holy shit, like what's going to happen? And then it like took and one to yet another level. I've never noticed because I've, I would have watched that, like his highlight reel from that dunk contest countless times. Yeah. I've, I've never noticed. Neither. To go back and watch it one more time. I yeah. Think. Neither until I saw this, um, this documentary, and then like you think of the posters, and it's like, oh, you can, like, yeah, you can definitely see, see those and ones. Yeah. How'd this one go on the old ratings? This one was a seven out of ten. Okay. Um, yeah, man. I just remember. I remember the. I just remember the hype. 
everything was and one. Everyone had and one branded shorts, the shiny, you know, the silky mm. shiny shorts. Everyone had that. Everyone had the shoes. Um, and one basketballs. Everyone had um, arm sleeves, headbands, you name it. Everyone had it. More I think about it, I think they've had a couple of like resurgences in the past decade. Okay. Because um, when I was still playing out at South, one of our new uh, new uniforms came out like I don't know, six or seven years back. Mm. And yeah, they were N1. Oh, right. N1 branded. But by that time, like N1 was pretty obscure. Yeah, right. I just remember that being pretty rare. It's crazy. I, I went, did you go to the, when they came to Adelaide? Uh, yes, I went to one of them. Yeah. I went like the first time they came out. Yeah, I went, I went to that shit as well. I got all their, <laughs> their, um, signatures on a t-shirt. Like, it's nuts, man. Yeah. They, they were massive. They were massive. And they, yeah, they were, they were going out and playing these games in front of like, you know, 17,000 people. And some of them were on like 15K a year, bro. So rough, dude. Yeah. It's just crazy because like when we were, we were part of that, um, you know, that culture mm. and you just, we never thought of it. We weren't at the age to even, th- like I never even thought of an NBA player's contract. I just thought, oh, they're millionaires, you know? Yeah. These guys are playing basketball on camera. They're getting paid. Yeah. Um, not bad enough. And I, like, I remember there was, there was a period of my life where I was like, fuck, like, I, I, I hope I get on the and one tour one day, you know, like. That that wouldn't still be a thing though, would it? Surely it's just merch now. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard of that shit in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it was crazy. Um seven out of ten though. That was that was a good it was like a sad it was kinda of sad, you know, but um a lot of information that I had just never even thought about. And yeah, it was pretty sick. Oh, sounds like a good watch for a nostalgic Hooper. Yeah. Give that a sauce. Still water. Yes, one I have seen. Netflix. Kind of recently, yeah. Matt Damon is an oil rigger or construction worker or something from um, Oklahoma. Yeah. And um, uh, Stillwater. Stillwater. Matt Damon, Oklahoma. This is how tall. I'm in France. Paris. I'm here from Marcel, uh, Maya. Yeah, that's a nice name. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't believe, I, I, it was hard to take him seriously. I was like, this is Jason Bourne though. You know, I was like, yeah. this is the second time he's been to Europe and now he's, you know, he's Oklahoma gym. Um, and this was another one. It was almost, it, his daughter wasn't taken, but she was in prison. Mm, so she'd like gone over there to study. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she was a, she was a lesbian, yep. you know, um, and this was much more appropriate pushing of the agenda. <laughs> bit, bit more subtle. Yeah. Yeah. A bit From more the subtle. Sound of it. Yeah. I haven't seen that other yeah, movie. A bit more murderous, but yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah. So I don't want to get into the intricacies of the script because it is a bit of a, um, you know, mystery. Um, but basically this, this dad from Oklahoma goes out to try and solve it. I thought the pacing of the film was so slow, man. Yeah, we, we thought the same thing when we were watching it. Yeah, I was like, is something going to happen at some point in this fucking movie? Like, I was like, 
So we're not the only ones then. Yeah. We're all just thinking that the whole it's time. Dude. It's like, where is this? Ki-? Like, okay, we get where it's going, but just fucking get there. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be a bit more like hectic. Like I thought I was going to be watching Jennifer Lopez, you know, kick somebody out of a fucking window, you know, and he didn't kick anyone out of a window. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, I was just waiting for some, for like, I was kind of waiting for him to Jason Bourne the shit up and he didn't. Didn't. Um, he looked wild with a goatee. I just don't understand goatees. Um, bold move, dude. I think bo- I think goatees are crazy. Do you have any thoughts on goatees? Uh, no, no real thoughts. Like, <laughs> just do thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. Would you ever rock one? I probably wouldn't. Uh, oh, maybe a bit later in life. Might give it a crack, but. My um my mo doesn't link up to my beard, so mine would look fucking nuts. Yeah, right. You could get one of the because I think Gerald Green has sick facial hair. You could rock like what he does. He's just got like the mo and then this this little bad boy down here, and maybe okay. like a tiny solely. Dude, my fa- facial hair's all fucked up. My mo like the left and right don't link up. So like you just got middle got, gap. Yeah, huge gap. Some people cut a gap in though. Is that, what, is that what Hitler has? No, Hitler's just it's, got it's the gap. He's got the field in and the oh, it's just yeah. Outside. I've got like the inverse Hitler. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's fucking dope. I don't know, man. If you had it, you probably wouldn't think so. Yeah, but that's anti-Hitler, I don't, dude. I don't have so an you're option, like, bro. you're a full like Jew lover, then. <laughs> like mad acceptance of the Jews, man, which is dope. I like Jews. I only know, I only know like two, I think, but I like them. Kevin Durant. <laughs> that is the name of the episode Kevin Durant Yeah um, Yeah bro I. What are we talking about again? Stillwater Oh yeah Goatees are goatees. crazy bro I just I can't remember The last goatee I saw But I remember it triggering that thought in me And now whenever I see a goatee I'm like Dude like, that's just so Bold man To rock that I reckon I've rocked it, but, like, not long, like, just short. And I reckon it was only for, like, a couple of weeks in college. And then I was like, who am I? Sort it out. Like, I, I think I've done it a couple of times yeah. when I've shaved, when yeah. I've just completely shaved my beard off. I just leave a goatee, then, like, walk into the kitchen and have a laugh with Hannah and then just go get rid of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never, like, gone out in public with one. I think it's nuts that, like, because people choose a look, you know, and they stick with it for, like, their life. Like, some guys are mustache guys, like Shao. Yeah, past few times we've seen him, he's been rocking a mo. Yeah, he, and I think that's genetic. His dad's his dad rocks a mo. It's genetic to to just, want just a leave mo. the mo, to <laughs> yeah. shave everything except the mo. Yeah, like yeah, it's just like muscle memory passed down <laughs> generation to generation. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like instead of like intergenerational trauma, it's just like intergenerational mustache. <laughs> <laughs> um, but goatees, man, like, yeah, because I'm like, I've I've had a lot of I've had a lot of beards, dude. Shit ones, good ones. I've had a chin strap, dude. No offense. What like that? That Craig David? Yeah, I had that, and there's a photo of it. Oh fuck, where is it? Still floating around somewhere? I reckon. Yeah, I reckon it's like in one of my um, like, what are they called? Like um. 
team, not not a team photo, but your individual one. What's that? Like a portrait, basketball portrait. Mm-hmm. I reckon I'm rocking a chin strap in one of those bad boys. Wild. Yeah, and it's the exact same length as my hair. It looks nuts. Like <laughs> what, like pencil thin type shit? Um, like a bike helmet. I gotta say this shit. You gotta show me <laughs> after. I can't picture it. I've got that. I've had the yeah. I've had the goatee. I've had the like. Um, I've had the Gerald Green with just the mo and the the like the the devil's kind of goatee where it's just this bit and not not this. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, like KG had that shit as well. That's I've had that. I've had it all, man. I've had all the haircuts too. Mix it up. I'm trying to find myself. And now I think I'm a beard guy. I don't know. I don't know what to say about this movie that hasn't been said. Um, he goes over the line, right? To definitely, get his definitely, to, yeah. And Rach, the thing that he does, right? Mm-hmm. Rach said something to like. She always, she always like brings it back to to us, right? Which is great for the podcast because that's what I'm trying to do with every single movie. Um, but she goes, "You better not ever do that." And I was like, "But like, wouldn't you do anything for Kenny?" Got to get Kenny back. Yeah, and she's like, "Not that." And I was like, "Oh, I would." I don't know. I think she was seeing it from the French lady's perspective. The like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get where she's coming from. She was seeing it from, like, she might have been seeing it from, like, what if, um, I don't want to give anything away, but what if Kenny was that other guy? Yeah. You know? Yeah, okay. So she was like, you can't just do that. You can't, like, take it into your own hands. But, man, I take a lot of shit into my own hands, bro. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm misbehaving to to right some wrongs if Kenny's involved. Yeah, I just don't want to give anything away in the movie. Yeah, neither. I just don't know how to like tiptoe around this one. Yep, it's too mysterious. <laughs> um, but because of how I did enjoy it, I did like it. Mm, but yeah, because me, me too. Of, it was just it was a slow burn. Yeah, because of how slow it was as well. Um, six out of ten. Yeah. Only you. This is a 1994 rom-com. And similar to the right kind of wrong, this was full stalker vibes, man. Psycho shit. Marissa Tomei is all about destiny. And she gets told this name. Um, Wait, she's the stalker? Yeah. Right. She gets this told this name by a Ouija board when she's a kid and she's like, I'm going to meet this guy and that's going to be my husband. And then she has a phone call and gets told, um, oh, you know, tell your husband I'm not going to be able to make it to to his wedding, right? And um, she's like, oh, okay, yep, no worries. What's what's your name? And it's, it's the name. And she's like, oh, where 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 are you? Where? Are you? And he's like, oh, I'm at the airport. I'm going. And then she gets it. She she's wearing her wedding dress, dude. Gets in a cab and goes to to Italy to try and find this guy. Italy, <sighs> and it's all about finding this guy, and it's mad. 
pathetic and stalkerish, man. And again, like, I get the romance of, like, destiny and fate, whatever, but you can't follow people. Sorry, I'm going to backtrack here a little bit. So she gets, so she's in America and she's, she's yep, yeah, sorry. She puts a wedding dress on. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's, she got, she gets gifted a wedding dress from her fiance's mother. And she's yeah. trying it on and the phone rings. And like while she's still wearing the wedding dress, she goes to the airport and gets on a plane wearing the wedding dress. Yes. Right. Okay. Sorry. We can continue now. Yeah. So it's psycho shit, dude. Nuts. Absolutely fucking nuts. Yeah. And, I'll tell you this too. If I'm cruising around Italy and some chick approaches me and she's like, oh, I'm just looking for this guy. His name's Clayburn McMath. And I'm like, oh, I'm Clayburn McMath. She's like, oh my God, I'm meant to be with you. I'm like, okay, I'm going to call the cops. Even if it's Marissa Tomei? Well, she's got a boy haircut in this movie, pushing the agenda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Pretty progressive for their time in 1994. Aimed at women, like, you know how some of them are, you can tell if they're aimed at, like, couples, women, or men, the rom-coms, mm-hmm. mostly at women, but this one, easily at women, and I'm sitting there with Rach, like, look at this psycho bitch, you know what I'm saying? And my, Rach is like, oh, this is so sweet. I was like, wow. It's so crazy that, like, the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe it's just me. Maybe I've watched too many of these bullshit rom-coms in the last six years. Yeah, you can stop watching so many rom-coms, man. Bro, it's, I've seen every one of them. Because every time I put on a movie, I'm like ready to put on a movie. I'm like, I want to watch a thriller or something. Yeah. And Rachel's like, oh, God, I just want to watch something sweet. And then I go to the fucking to romance or or uh, comedy or, or rom-com and I just scroll it because I'm like, I've seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, kill myself. You're a good boyfriend, man, because I just refuse to watch that shit. Mm. Well, you know what? I'm, yeah, I'm going to... She's just like, she's like, oh, I hate war, or oh, I hate guns, or oh, I hate violence, or oh, that's too scary. It's like, thrillers are not scary. Oh, I hate Thriller. that one. I hate that. That's too scary. I hate that somehow... For chicks, it's always chicks. Chicks think that thriller means horror. Not, no, no, that's Completely not so. Different. Yeah, thrillers are great. It's a, it's a mystique about it. It's, it's, it's. Oh, what's happening? Oh, oh, this guy did it. No, she did it. Yeah, that's a yeah. thriller. It's, a, it's psychological. And I think that might, that might be scary for chicks because they can't think. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was. I mean, I've been to Italy and that, you know, the, it, the funnest part about this movie was when they there was, you know, bits and there's places I've been. I was like, oh, I've been there, Coliseum. Oh, look, Trevi Fountain, been there. That was the funnest part. Yeah, okay. Um, there was this one part that I need to, I need to explicitly run through this scene. Okay. When, when they're looking for this guy, I forget, Damon, Damon Brown, or something, Damon Bryant, something with a B. They, they go, they, I, I forget. I was tuning the fuck out. But they, they go to this hotel. Somehow they find out where he's staying. Guys like, nah, they checked out. He checked out. Somehow they find out that he's gone to this store. They talk to this chick. She's like, oh yeah, I'm meeting him for dinner tonight. 
And they're like, oh, where's what restaurant? Bang. They go to the restaurant. Because this chick's, sorry, I keep saying they, this chick's friend flew over with her. Okay. Um, so they're sitting down there at the restaurant. Like, oh, oh, where is he? Oh. Um, and you, oh, go ask the guy if, you know, Damon's here. She goes, ask the guy, like, yeah, yeah, send her. Oh, he's, he's sitting over there, you know? And she comes back, she's like, yeah, it's that guy in the blue sports coat through, you know, this door. She's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go meet him, and she goes this way, and she goes through the other door, and when she gets around, he's not there anymore. It's like if you could see him from your seat, why wouldn't you take that beeline? Mm. Yeah, that's frustrating. Well, because it would have been roll credits at the end. Okay. Well, it wouldn't have been because she does probably in the next scene meet the guy, and then it's all the like, the you know. Because there has to be there has to be a point in the movie where there's a conflict, and everything's looking like it's going the right way. Conflict, it all falls apart, and then at the end of the movie, it comes good. Mm-hmm. And so they meet, they meet, you know, and shit starts looking sweet. Conflict, right? Um, so, but they could have met in this scene instead of the next scene because she want, they needed to do a scene where she runs through Italy to chase him. She could have just walked straight. It made me so mad she didn't just fucking go to that door, man. It made me <laughs> so mad. I'll never stop thinking about it. <laughs> we, we get you off these rom-coms, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was a... F- 6.5. Okay. Uh, young Robert Downey Jr. as well with Marissa Tomei. And he... I mean, he's still pretty good looking at his age now, but he was a, he was a heartthrob. This must have been just before. I don't know how old he was when he went through the drug shit because his comeback was Iron Man. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know once. Star. I don't know when he got the blacklist, but yeah, he looks real young in this. Yeah, gorgeous. And um, what's his name? He's in Zoolander too. Um, fuck. Oh, what is it? Um, oh, I'm just looking up the cast now. I'm going to be so mad when you say it. Billy. Billy Zane. Zane. Billy Zane. Now, is he an actor or is he a musician? Pretty sure he's an actor. He's in um, Phantom. Remember that? The purple guy. Yeah. Do, do you remember watching that movie? I think it came out in like the 90s. I would have seen it, but I don't remember it. Okay. He's, is he the Phantom? I'm pretty sure he's the Phantom. Right. Is he? Now I'm so he didn't see It's a Nice Day for a White Wedding. That's Billy Idol. No, he plays the Phantom. And he's wearing a skin tight morph, like a morph suit. Like purple spandex shit. Yeah. Grow up. Oh, well, (laughs) that's, I mean, that's exactly what Spider-Man wears. Yeah, his is just red and blue. Yeah, but it's like swagged out too. The Phantom, like, he's wearing like a black belt. (laughs) Oh, yeah, his is like a proper Halloween fucking get-together. Black, dude. Like, oh, man. Anyway. Um... I deleted the advice soundbite. I didn't like it anymore, so I don't have anything for us. But we're gonna go. We're gonna just read one to to sign off here. This one's coming from a woman again, dude. The chicks love to write in. The girls, the ladies, the the women love to write in. And this one says, 15 years old, I wet the bed." She starts off, Joanna starts off by saying, I'm a 15-year-old girl, which is nuts because this is not aimed for 15-year-old chicks. I just don't, I just don't believe that you enjoy this show. But 
I digress. I'm a 15-year-old girl. I was R-worded at the age of 14 I'm, and not retarded. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. I have horrible PTSD of it and I get really bad night terrors slash nightmares and it causes me to piss the bed. Um, if anyone's curious, I'm in therapy. I've, ma- I've been made fun of for this. I wear adult diapers to bed, but I want to do more to keep my bed clean because sometimes I leak out of the diaper. And that's it. She doesn't go on to say anything else. Um, I was a big bedwetter. Huge. Huge bedwetter. Um, I don't know why. When I went to therapy, it was not to fucking address my bedwetting. Um, and whenever, whenever I'm going through shit, like proper shit, um, I, I revert back to it at this age still. To bedwetting? Yeah. Yeah, right. But only like when I'm drunk. Yeah, okay. That's a bit different though. Yeah, but it's like, it's a pattern, right? So like um, if Rachel and I have a big fight and it hasn't like completely resolved and I get drunk, I'll wet the bed. I'll just wet it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, when Kimberly broke up with me, I was wetting the bed like every week for three months. I was also getting so blackout drunk and doing cocaine every week. Yeah, okay. But like, um, yeah, when I was, I don't know. So it's, it's only when you drink though. As an adult, as an it's adult, only when yeah, I drink. Yeah. Yeah. And and I have to be going through it too. Like, okay. like if you and me went and got fucking minded right now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear the bed tonight. Yeah. I've got to be like going through some shit. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the initial thing was. It might've been like my parents' divorce or something. Who knows? Um, but I would wear the bed all the time. I remember, I remember always waking mama up like, oh, I've wet the bed. I remember doing it from the time that I used to, like, I remember the, I remember the, my earliest memories of it, I was saying mummy. So I was like young, like mummy, I've wet the bed, you know? Mm. And then I'd have to go sleep with her and she'd clean it up in the morning or whatever. Or, or then mate, she probably did it right then. So I didn't fuck the mattress mattress, up. Yeah. Yeah. Nightmare dude. But, um, yeah, that I, I was doing that till in, I was in high school, I reckon. think i think as an adult slash teenager i've probably done it like twice but it's yeah when i've been drinking pretty heavily yeah yeah it's just it's crazy because every every guy has for sure like pissed in a place they weren't supposed to when they were lit it's just like yeah for some reason guys do that i believe chicks do it and they they have too much shame to say it i've been in a bed with a chick that's pissed the bed when we we were both in there I think um, you're right. I think it is a shame thing with them. Yeah. Whereas, like, I was talking to one of my other mates a week ago and he was saying how he got pissed a few weeks back and pissed the bed. Yeah. Yeah, guys pretty, just, like... It's pretty common. <clears throat> yeah, I reckon everyone's done it, but guys just admit it more. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's sexist, but, you know, we got to push the agenda. Um, No, so... Well, she was the question. Was it even a question or was she just... Telling us that she works the bed. Um, she wants to do more to so she's she's in therapy and she wears diapers and she wants to do more. Um, depending on what time you go to 
bed, I'd I'd just stop drinking earlier. So if you if you drink with if you sleep with water next to your bed or whatever, don't do that. Mm. Like unless unless dry mouth is more of an issue to you than wet bed. You know, like you gotta pick one. Yeah. Does she did she, she didn't say whether she goes to the toilet before bed, does she? She didn't say she didn't give that much like, info. She just had a crack just she's she's just saying PTSD does it. And um I you know, you know, obviously. I mean I've got some I must have some level of PTSD about something that makes me revert back to it. And, you know, obviously yours is like the fucking worst thing and mine is, you know my parents don't like each other anymore. Possibly, I'm guessing. Mm. Um but like I'd just say, you know, if you go, say you go to bed at 10 and at the moment your last drink's at 8, make your last drink 7.30, see what happens, then make it 7, you know? Because you're not, it's not about the PTSD makes me where the bed, like, if your bladder is empty, you can't. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, like. Control I, the things you can control. Yeah, I, guess. I I can't tell you how to deal with the nightmares and shit. You're already in therapy. There are medications for that shit. All those psych medications have horrific side effects. I don't like them, but you know, if it's affecting you that badly, there there you know, there's medication options. But um, you're gonna put on weight, and you're gonna uh, you know, other shit's gonna happen. You know, but um. You could lose your hair. Some people lose their hair. Some people, dude. Some people become incontinent. Imagine that. I don't want to. That that's a side effect of yeah. the medication. <laughs> oh, fuck. Imagine that. I want. I want to stop having nightmares. So I stop going to bed, and then you take the medication. Your nightmares stop, and then you just you're just doing it twice as much. You just piece. Yeah. <laughs> that's not funny, but it is though. Um, shout out to you, Joanna. You're only 15. You got plenty of time to move through this shit. Um. Shoot us an email when you're 30. Um, you know what it is. Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Uh, we're everywhere that uh, we're supposed to be. Please tell a friend to tell a friend. And um, oh, I will say this. I will say this. Um, a um, uh, Someone in the Adelaide um, comedy community passed. Um, yeah. So, um, that's, that was a bit of a shock, even though, yeah, like he's not, he's not my boy or whatever, but, um, there was a time that I was speaking to him out the front of Rhino Room and he, and I was really feeling like shit about, um, other stuff, but like also comedy and he lifted me up and he did, he made me feel, he made me feel really, um, like, you know, just keep you know, keep going, keep going with your personal stuff, keep going with comedy, it's all going to come good, you know, and I, um, feel like, you know, I haven't been going out to comedy, like, every night or anything, so I haven't, I haven't seen him a lot recently either, but, um, maybe I had a opportunity to lift him up and didn't, which sucks. So, uh, everybody, make sure you're checking in on everybody. Love yourselves. I love you. And as always, fun, fun.